Spinoza mentions in his philosophy about the emotions, how the emotions of human beings influence one another together, and how we as human beings should understand pleasure and pain, and that spectrum of how it's used. He despite he talks about pleasure and pain. And um, today in the 21st century, it's important for us to distinguish what it is that our emotions influence and how they use us and how they're used in our daily lives. Now, Spinoza is a unique philosopher because he talks a lot about how our pleasures and our pain influences us as human beings and how we should understand our emotions and apply them in our daily lives to understand um, what it is that humans, human beings themselves are. And he begins to talk about uh, pride and various emotions and categorizes it. He uses a lot of his theories and ideas to discuss emotions. And I'd like to take his theory of emotions and his beliefs and apply them in the 21st century today. Why it is that we as human beings uh, need him, his thoughts and ideas in our lives and influence us on a day-to-day -day basis. So, like I mentioned before, Spinoza was born in um, <clears throat> the 16th century from a Jewish family. He was born in the Netherlands, or near that region, near the Netherlands, in Western Europe. And he was excommunicated from his community, and I believe it was 1644, because of his radical notions of God and reason and ability. And in his book, The Ethics, he talks about um, his form of God and beliefs and what it is that he <clears throat> ascertains as reason and rationality. Now Spinoza separates reason, he separates emotions and he uses the idea and the notion of rationality from emotions as separate from human beings beliefs. Particularly that our reason, our emotions dictate our reasoning and that for us to understand things we have to separate our emotions from our logic. Now he mentions this concept clearly of conceptions, excuse me, conceptions of defining an underlying argument to produce a perception of a proof and argument. And that if a man is affected by pain, contrary emotions, contrary circumstances, affect that person to affect us in our lives directly that we will oftentimes interfere with our daily that it'll oftentimes interfere with our daily lives and our understanding tasks and desires in our life and he identifies how we as people conceive to the things we conceive to affect our love whether they produce pleasure or pain and that those things affect us with either pleasure or pain and he even gets involved with describing the conditions people face through their daily lives through examining our human condition he describes that our human emotional feelings of pleasure and pain and several other factors. For example, one of the emotions he mentions that influences was one of the factors is pride. Leads us as human beings to think too highly of ourselves. To love objects of um, various... Me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about this. Please excuse me. I'm just a little tired recording this. Um, forgive me for that. He says that our pride acts as an emotion of pleasure springing from, our, from men thinking too highly of themselves. And that uh, humans think with the power of thought and the endeavor of the mind equal simultaneous with the endeavor of the body. And the body's power of action. 
he goes on to describe later on about another famous philosopher who's French, René Descartes, and the soul and body, the dualism, united by the pineal gland, the, the gland in our brain, how that he believed that that was an influence to how we can see logic and reasoning. Right, some people even see it as a metaphysical aspect, and that's what it is that influences our lives. And that uh, if we live a life by fear, we lack reason. Now, human beings naturally seek pleasure rather than pain. And with our emotions, when we remove an external cause from it and unite our emotions to our thoughts, we destroy the love or the hatred of the external cause, what it is that influences us. And the vacillations of spirit that come from our emotions. These vacillations, he's a religious person. He believed that uh, vacillations of spirit, spirit, however you define it and go into it, Hegel or talks about spirit, uh, other philosophers talk about spirit, but he talks about our lives, the time, influences how we think. And to think clearly, we have to separate our emotions from our reasoning and our logic. But he said that in order to retain rationality from emotions, we must separate emotions into a clear and distinct knowledge, separate from an external cause, including our appetites and, and desires. We have to think clearly in life. We have to see things. We have to understand the world around us. We can't always use our emotions to see things. Now, some people it's harder than others, but I think people live their day-to-day -day lives not really realizing the emotions and the thoughts and ideas that go onto what they do. They don't take into consideration the reasons why they do the things they do. They just do it. And that becomes a problem because human beings naturally look at life. They naturally seek the pleasures and our passions to describe what it is that they want. But they don't necessarily look at the reasons why they do what they do. They don't see things differently. He mentions about the idea of the natural man, the rational man, the natural man, passions and desires that we see things. We live according to our pride and our emotions in our lives, all the various emotions that influence us. And the rational man, which leads to the distinction of reason, an act of virtue. He mentions about piety. Our appetites and desires, our passions, the way we see things, how do we apply the knowledge that we learn, and to a lesser extent, the necessities that he mentions is a quote, greater is the power of the mind, over the emotions. When we use our emotions to influence us in life, end quote. Uh, paraphrasing, he mentions that there is a complexity of emotions that dictate our intellect, and that our mind's power exists solely on our ability to think. Now, when we get emotional, right, hungry, and we don't have the right clear mind, we don't see things right, we don't think rationally, we don't think logically, we don't think about what we're doing. We just do what we're doing. We lose sight of our thoughts. Now, what I wanted to consider in this today and age, to keep this short, is that human beings don't think clearly. They use their mind, they use their reason so little. We live according to our technology, we live today in our society, we don't think about our emotions, how they influence us, and we just go day to day whimsically. Some people think more than others because they're forced to think, but they get stuck in the system of life and living and not really thriving and not really doing things, being stuck and forced in their own little bubble, stuck and forced in their own little reality, not never really considering the outside world and considering what it is exactly that their mind and their brain does to influence them and the world around them. Now, it's important that we consider that our thoughts and our emotions, if we live as is, will wander aimlessly and influence us. But if we use our reasoning, we use our ability to think, and we override our emotions, we'll begin to understand what it is that we have in our life. And we don't have to worry about passive or impassive problems in our lives. So, I'd like to end this podcast by saying, 
um, that as human beings, we should understand the world around us. We should understand our emotions. And as Spinoza mentions, we should question the reality and see the uh, transcendence of <clears throat> being other than just us. We should see the world, we should see the environment, and we should understand our reality. And we should learn to deal with our emotions in a positive way so that we could um, benefit our lives and see the world for what it is. And uh, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. My name is Anthony Pensa, and this is the Level Wisdom Podcast. You can follow me on Facebook. Please comment or subscribe if you have any ideas or thoughts. I wanted to keep this short because I had a previous podcast, and I wanted to just get into a little bit of detail about this further podcast on Spinoza. And uh, if you have any questions or comments that you'd like to talk about, any philosophers you want me to talk about, any people particularly you want me to interview, uh, please let me know. Uh, my Instagram page is the Love of Wisdom 424. Please follow me on that if you have any questions. Uh, and uh, I will be uploading another podcast another week from now. And I'll be covering in my latest podcast, I'll be covering another philosopher, Immanuel Kant, and another particular philosophy I think many people don't consider, which is uh, the critique of practical reason. Thank you very much, and thank you for listening to the Love of Wisdom podcast. Spinoza mentions in his philosophy about the emotions and how the emotions of human beings influence one another together and how we as human beings should understand pleasure and pain and that spectrum of how it's used. He, despite, he talks about pleasure and pain and um, today in the 21st century it's important for us to distinguish what it is that our emotions influence and how they use us and how they're used in our daily lives. Now, Spinoza is a unique philosopher because he talks a lot about how our pleasures and our pain influences us human beings and how we should understand our emotions and apply them in our daily lives to understand um, what it is that humans, human beings themselves are. And he begins to talk about uh, pride and various emotions and categorizes it. He uses a lot of his theories and ideas to discuss emotions and I'd like to take his theory of emotions and his beliefs and apply them in the 21st century today why it is that we as human beings uh, need him his thoughts and ideas in our lives and influence us on a day-to-day -day basis so like I mentioned before Spinoza was born in um, <clears throat> the 16th century from a Jewish family he was born in the Netherlands or near that region, near the Netherlands, in Western Europe. And he was excommunicated from his community. And I believe it was 1644. Because of his radical notions of God and reason and ability. And in his book, The Ethics, he talks about um, his form of God and beliefs. And what it is that he <clears throat> ascertains as reason and rationality. Now, Spinoza separates reason, he separates emotions, and he uses the idea and the notion of rationality from emotions as separate from human beings' beliefs. Particularly that our, reason, our emotions dictate our reasoning, and that for us to understand things, we have to separate our emotions from our logic. Now, he mentions this concept clearly of... Conceptions, excuse me, conceptions of defining an underlying argument to deduce a perception of a proof and argument. 
and that if a man is affected by pain, contrary emotions, contrary circumstances, affect that person to affect us in our lives directly, that we will oftentimes interfere with our daily that it'll oftentimes interfere with our daily lives and our unassigned tasks and desires in our life. And he identifies how we as people conceive to the things we conceive to affect our love, whether they produce pleasure or pain, and that those things affect us with either pleasure or pain. And he even gets involved with describing the conditions people face through their daily lives, through examining our human condition. And he describes that our human emotional feelings of pleasure and pain and several other factors. For example, one of the emotions he mentions that influences was one of the factors is pride leads us as human beings to think too highly of ourselves, to love objects of um, various... Me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about this. Please excuse me. I'm just a little tired recording this. Um, forgive me for that. He says that our pride acts as an emotion of pleasure springing from, our, from men thinking too highly of themselves. And that uh, humans think with the power of thought, and the endeavor of the mind equals simultaneous with the endeavor of the body, and the body's power of action. And he goes on to describe later on about another famous philosopher who's French, René Descartes, and the soul and body, the dualism, united by the pineal gland, the, the gland in our brain, how that he believed that that was an influence to how we can see logic and reasoning. Right, some people even see it as a metaphysical aspect, and that's what it is that influences our lives. And that uh, if we live a life by fear, we lack reason. Now, human beings naturally seek pleasure rather than pain. And with our emotions, when we remove an external cause from it and unite our emotions to our thoughts, we destroy the love or the hatred of the external cause, what it is that influences us. And the vacillations of spirit that come from our emotions. These vacillations, he's a religious person. He believed that uh, vacillations of spirit, spirit, however you define it and go into it, Hegel or talks about spirit, uh, other philosophers talk about spirit, but he talks about our lives, the time, influences how we think. And to think clearly, we have to separate our emotions from our reasoning and our logic. But he said that in order to attain rationality from emotions, we must separate emotions into a clear and distinct knowledge, separate from an external cause, including our appetites and, and desires. We have to think clearly in life. We have to see things. We have to understand the world around us. We can't always use our emotions to see things. Now, some people it's harder than others, but I think people live their day-to-day -day lives not really realizing the emotions and the thoughts and ideas that go onto what they do. They don't take into consideration the reasons why they do the things they do. They just do it. And that becomes a problem because human beings naturally look at life. They naturally seek the pleasures and our passions to describe what it is that they want. But they don't necessarily look at the reasons why they do what they do, they don't see things differently. He mentions about the idea of the natural man, the rational man, natural man, passions and desires that we see things, we live according to our pride and our emotions in our lives, all the various emotions that influence us, and the rational man which leads to the distinction of reason, an act of virtue. He mentions about piety, our appetites and desires, our passions, the way we see things, how do we apply the knowledge that we learn, and to a lesser extent the necessities that he mentions is a quote, greater is the power of the mind, over the emotions. When we use our emotions to influence us in life, end quote. Uh, paraphrasing, he mentions that there is a complexity of emotions that dictate our intellect, and that our mind's power exists solely on our ability to think. Now, when we get emotional, right, hungry, and we don't have the right clear mind, we don't see things right, 
We don't think rationally. We don't think logically. We don't think about what we're doing. We just do what we're doing. We lose sight of our thoughts. Now, what I wanted to consider in this today and age, keep this short, is that human beings don't think clearly. They use their mind, they use their reason so little. We live according to our technology, we live today in our society, we don't think about our emotions, how they influence us, and we just go day to day whimsically. Some people think more than others because they're forced to think, but they get stuck in the system of life and living and not really thriving and not really doing things, being stuck and forced in their own little bubble, stuck and forced in their own little reality, not never really considering the outside world and considering what it is exactly that their mind and their brain does to influence them and the world around them. Now, it's important that we consider that our thoughts and our emotions, if we let as is, will wander aimlessly and influence us. But if we use our reasoning, we use our ability to think, and we override our emotions, we'll begin to understand what it is that we have in our life. And we don't have to worry about passive or impassive problems in our lives. So, I'd like to end this podcast by saying um, that as human beings, we should understand the world around us. We should understand our emotions. And as Spinoza mentions, we should question the reality and see uh, transcendence of <clears throat> being other than just us. We should see the world, we should see the environment, we should understand our reality. And we should learn to deal with our emotions in a positive way so that we could um, benefit our lives and see the world for what it is. And uh, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. My name is Anthony Pensa, and this is the Level Wisdom Podcast. To follow me on Facebook, please comment or subscribe if you have any ideas or thoughts. I wanted to keep this short because I had a previous podcast and I wanted to just get into a little bit of detail about this further podcast on Spinoza. And uh, if you have any questions or comments that you'd like to talk about, any philosophers you want me to talk about, any people particularly you want me to interview, uh, please let me know. Uh, my Instagram page is the Love Wisdom 424 Please follow me on that if you have any questions. Uh, and uh, I will be uploading another podcast another week from now. And I'll be covering, in my latest podcast, I'll be covering another philosopher, Immanuel Kant, and another particular philosophy I think many people don't consider, which is uh, the critique of practical reason. Thank you very much, and thank you for listening to the Level Wisdom Podcast.